My name is Brianna, and I welcome you to the Tales of Adventure, a D&D podcast like no other. Hi, my name is Keith. I played Elora Hawksong in a 1E edition of D&D. It was called Swords and Wizardry. May I join you this evening? The bar seems a little crowded. Yeah, this place does get a little crowded sometimes, but yes, you are more than welcome to. I could use a little time off my feet. Hey, you look like you've had quite the day or few days. Would you like a drink? I would love one. Right. I have another drink for my friend here. So, uh, what is your name, by the way? My name is Elora, from the Southern Ville. I'm Istra. I'm from a little bit of everywhere. Depends on who you ask. I've heard of that. It's a lovely place. So, what has you so tired? Uh, I just bid farewell to my party, who helped me on my quest to bring home a Master Dwarf that had fallen. Master Dwarf, you say? What was his name? He was from the Orkbane clan. Brogan. He was the youngest. I'm familiar with that clan. Yes, they hail from Nordgard. What happened to him? Um, he decided to leave his clan and go off adventuring and he found a party and for what we gathered was everything went well till they went to a battlefield to collect undead and clear the area but things went wrong and he and his companions fell that's tragic what was there something else on the battlefield which battlefield was it uh, I can't remember the battlefield, but it was an ancient one that had gone back several centuries, if I remember the lore right. And I guess the undead were stirring, and they were commissioned to keep the era safe. But unknown to them, I guess the area was now inhabited by ghouls. Oh my. And unfortunately, they were overrun by them. Those are not something I would ever wish to run into on purpose or on accident. I have to agree with you. Oh, how did you know him? So, I did not know him personally, but his brother and a band of um, hunting dwarfs ran into some orcs. And they captured... Or a couple of the orcs and a goblin, and they were able to obtain information from the goblin that they had stolen one of our power orbs. And without question, they brought the goblin back to our area and returned the orbs without asking anything for return. It's a very noble group indeed. Yes, our elders were shocked and held them in high esteem there was celebration for the dwarves 
And I think at that moment is when they realized what they had done for us. And from that forward, that point on, the dwarves and the elves had formed kind of an alliance. It's not something you see every day, but it warms my heart to know that happened. Absolutely not. You don't really see both of us associating normally. But with their noble deed and word that one of their uh, brethren had fallen, it was decided that I would try with a couple of guards to try and bring back the body to the Orkbane clan for thanks and an appreciation of what they had done for us. So what all did you face along the way? Um, so the undead seemed to have been growing in the area. We found that out when I found some other adventurers to join me. Pretty unpleasant surprise. Yes, and they were being drawn up north to this cemetery. So it turned out there was a lich, or a ghast, I think, named Viserac. And he, he had been summoning all the undead in the area, and they were infiltrating this cemetery. The cemetery was this hallowed ground of Lady Banya. Oh. So as, as we tracked our way up north, we found the cemetery, and one of the first things we ran into was a group of zombies trying to get at something inside one of the crypts. They're trying to break into a crypt. That's another thing you don't see every day. Usually it's the other way around. No. So we had a, we had a really good cleric, and she was able to hold them off so we could finish them and put them down. But out of curiosity, I looked in that crypt, and what I saw inside was a scared animal. The zombies were hungry. Creature, it's lucky that I was just able to get into the crypt. Yes, very. And that poor creature, it, it, it did not know what to make of me. So I did what I could to calm it. I lowered myself, offered it some morsels to show that I was not here to harm it. I backed off, I gave it space, I offered it more uh, sustenance, I stayed lowered, so we were eye to eye, and the beast decided not to run off. So as I looked at this noble beast, I spoke with him, if you choose to walk with me, I will treat you as an equal, and will stand by you in battle if need be. This I pledge to you, noble beast. And after hearing those words, the wolf's demeanor relaxed. It walked next to me, stood with me, and from then on, we started building a bond. Sometimes I believe that animals and other creatures can be better judges of character than some people. You're too kind. To gain a creature's trust, especially for one that had been so afraid, that's no easy feat. It was not. There was something in the look of the wolf that made me want to try and reach out and befriend it. Is, is that the, the wolf that I see sniffing all of the serving girls? Uh, yes. It's mostly for the food. That would be Hachiko. Very well. I don't think they're too disturbed yet, so... It's been weirder things in this bar before. I would think so. <laughs> Trust me. Um, so, 
What all did you do before you were called to help carry the man? I was part of the Elven High Guard. I was able to get into the service of the High Guard due to the fact that I could also conjure magic as well as have the skills of a ranger. Oh wow, yeah, I can see it's a very valuable combination. So that really helped me move up the ranks and I look forward to going back and growing my magic and helping my people. It must have been hard to leave them. How long has it been? Um, what month is it? That's an excellent question. What month is it? I found myself losing track as well. <laughs> we did not have a calendar out there. Yeah, no, this, most people do not travel with calendars, but I do believe all of the harvesting is done, so it's... And it started getting a little cooler in the air, so sometime in the fall, I believe. Ah. On the road the past few weeks, so lose track a bit. And it's been almost a year and a half, I would say. Long time to be away from home. Yes, but finding Brogan's body to bring back to his family and his clan was something that needed to be done. Indeed. But he is graceful that you are the one to do so, even if he never actually met you. I was honored. Do you know much of him? I just know he was the youngest, and being the youngest, he missed several of the large-scale battles that his uh, family had participated in. So I think he got a little bit of the adventuring uh, bug. I see that happen very often. And that's why he set foot on his own. Fortunately, adventuring is not always all it's cracked up to be. It is not, for some of the unfortunates. Thankfully, there are still good people. Yes. Tell me, what was your life like at home before you left? Uh, life was good in the Southern Veld. The land always provided, and we took care in it. And that was one of the things I loved about being a ranger, is caring for the forest that surrounded us. It offered us protection, it offered us food, and of course it offered us all of its beauty. May have to visit this forest myself. Sounds like quite a charming place. If you ever find us, find your way down there, please stop in. Michelle, so what is it like being part of, you said it was the High Guard? Yes, it's the military of our group. Huh. How long have you been a member? Only for a couple of years. So how long have you been studying magic? Magic actually came to me naturally. And then from there, the elders noticed it, and they were the ones that guided me to try and build off of it and gain more of its power. Is there in a certain class you find yourself drawn towards? I, not as many of my magically inclined friends tend to lean one way or another. It's always interesting to see which way they I, choose. I have not picked a path right now. I kind of like them all because it's all new to me can understand and respect that so had did only recently start showing the magic or has it no it was when i was a teenager it started manifesting itself but being young i did not know it was magic so do you have any plans for when you returned home how much longer of a journey do you have um i would say i at least have a month left it's not too bad compared to the 
Over a year it's been. Do you have family waiting for you? Yes. I'm looking forward to seeing my family and everyone else. Hopefully you're looking forward to seeing you as well. I would hope so. Think you will go on many other adventures after this? Um, after this one, I th- I think I'm going to take more time into my studies. <laughs> the adventuring life, like you said, is not what one realizes it truly is. It is a hard life. Yes. Yeah. You have to make quick decisions that affect other people's lives. And you are fairly often not anywhere near as prepared as you think you are. I am not. I would like to think I was, but I think some of it was luck shining down on us that got us through. Luck is an adventurer's best friend. I have not told you about how we found Brogan. I do not believe you did. I'm curious to hear the tale. So as we made our way into the cemetery, the family crypt of Lady Vanya was where this evil power was emanating. We got that from our cleric. So as we made our way down, we found Vizarak behind this broken wall into this cavernous area. And a battle ensued as um, he tried to clear us out of what he considered his domain at this point. As I turned to look down one of the corridors, a couple of ghouls popped out of this flesh pile. And one of them happened to be Master Broken. So as my party was fighting off the ghast, I used my bow and I sent volley after volley at Broken to try and bring him down. Even though I knew he wasn't Broken anymore, I still referred to him as that. And on the last arrow that I notched, there seemed to be a recognition in his eye. He looked at me and it was like a calming influence came over him. The tenseness that he had shown as he started to make his way to attack eased. I looked straight down the arrow. I let it fly. And as it struck Brogan, he fell. And I think he and I at the same time realized that his misery had come to an end. And now he could be taken back home. To die a death like that and then have to die again as a ghoul, that's that's a terrible fate. I'm sorry that you had to face that. I think it actually worked out better for the family. Because a couple of the other party members we never found. I think they were torn to bits by the ghouls on the attack in the battleground. So I think this gave the family something to at least hold on to that they could bury their their uh, beloved. Still, some bloody shame what happened. It was. Far too often adventurers face fates like that. And sometimes I wondered what would have happened if they had had more friends with them more people have been willing to stand up yeah i think the gas may have tried to expanded his influence at that point and tried to infiltrate more of that area the people in that area i shudder to think of them having to run from all of these undead creatures thankfully that does not happen too terribly often but you ask me once is too many times i have to agree So we were able to clean Brogan up. We wrapped him up 
and my two escorts took him back to Nordgard. His family and his clan were so thankful that they were able to at least give him a proper burial. Osroda can be a powerful thing, especially if you are trying to heal from a loss. Yes. So are, are the undead still haunting that area? No, with the death of Viserac, the undead seemed to stop coming to the area. He was the sole reason why all the undead were being drawn to the area. So with his power gone, the, the undead stopped congregating in that area. We were also able to clean up the family vault, which made Lady Vanya happy. She gave one of our party members one of her blessed boats in thanks. Very mighty gift indeed. It was. And our plan was to send some of the craftsmen to fix the stonework that had been destroyed by the undead in Viserac and try to repair the the cemetery and the crypts back to what they used to look like. You may want to send some guards along with the craftsmen just in case something else decides to pop its nasty little head up, hit the undead. There's always that random chance. Yes, especially when dealing with the undead. Did you ever figure out what he was after? We did not. And being such an evil creature, he was not forward in giving out his his motives. Some of them are. It's always very nice when they are. Because also when they're sitting there lauding themselves and talking about how great any of other plans are, it's a really good time to have your rogue sneak up and stab him in the spine. That would be a good thing. Very good thing. Rogues are good companions. They are. They're troublesome sometimes when they have the habits of stealing everything from everyone. But I've met a few who are mostly trustworthy. It's kind of a trade-off, I think. It's just something where do you have to decide you have to be a judge of character. Yeah, part of me is now worried if someone else might come after whatever he was after. We're hoping not. The area is starting to flourish, so mm. I would hate to see more darkness befall that area. Might be worth investigating to see if you can find what he was after and remove it somewhere so that doesn't happen again. I could always send a word to others. Maybe there is a group that would like to get a foothold in River Throw. It is a nice area. I can also see if any of if I know of anyone. You run across a wide variety of adventurers in my travels. Have you ever run across anything as dark as a ghast? Mm. Run across old gods trying to come back from the dead. Dragons trying to raise Tiamat. Well, that doesn't sound like a good story. Evil <laughs> immortal tyrant who we're still not sure how he's still alive. That one likes to employ Drow's assassins and Wardforged as his heavy hitters, as some people call it. That is, I tend to stay away from that area as much as possible. <laughs> you mentioned Tiamat. There was rumor of her arising again in that area where we were adventuring. Rising again? Yeah, she was supposedly trying to bring her presence back into Riverthrow. The same area as the undead were congregating? Yes. 
I now have an unfortunate feeling I know what he was after. I can't the old gods just stay dead. Yes, I think she was trying to get a foothold back into this plane, unfortunately. In that case, should probably find some people to do something about that. Yes. Very much like to see that not happen again. Every time I turn around. They seem to always be meddling somewhere or another. Yes. That's very tiring. And somewhat frustrating at times. Because <laughs> surely by now the hordes of evil would realize when they awaken the great evil, the great evil is going to eat them for breakfast and not feel bad about it. Probably not. True, though, it requires them being not stupid, which I prefer them being stupid. Now that we're t talking about Tiamat, if I recall correctly, there was a necromancer that we had come across named Tarkin. And I think he was in league with cultists to bring Tiamat back to this plane. Oh, great. Tiamat's one over a necromancer. <sighs> he was definitely too powerful for our group, so hopefully there's a different set of adventurers out there at this point. Stymie his plan. That would be very good indeed. Have you considered possibly joining such a group? Oh, I think like we talked about, I think my adventuring for now will be on hold. Fair enough, I can respect that. The magic he wields is nothing I can counteract. That's very nasty magic indeed. Very hard to heal from. Annoyingly so. I would assume so. I would assume it's very dark and very powerful. Yes. Well, perhaps either you or I have some friends who could make sure Tiamat does not come back again. I will raise a glass to that. Well, indeed, I also would like a second glass because I finished this like 20 minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to. But then, um, then you mentioned that the world is basically going to end soon. <laughs> Yes, take another drink, please. Make this one stronger. I always believe in hope that there are enough heroes. But that is true. It's travel around as much as I have. You see that as often as the world tries to end, there's always someone that rises up to stop it. It's never easy. Always rather messy. But... There is always some light that rises in the, in the darkness without fails. The only reason I haven't given up on trying to save the world. I have to agree with you. Even though I'm retired uh, at this point. And... No, no, no. I'm trying to stay retired. Then <laughs> <laughs> to retirement. At least for now. I can help in the background, though. Tales of Adventure is directed and produced by me, Brianna Toiber, as part of Pseudonym Social, a creative podcast network. The music is by Patrick Chester of Chester Studios. To see more of his work, visit his website at chesterstudios.net. Find out more about Pseudonym Social by visiting our website at pseudonymsocial.wordpress.com. If you like what I'm doing and would like to support this podcast, please go to patreon.com slash pseudonymsocial and choose one of the tiers connected to Tales of Adventure. You can also leave a review on iTunes to make our show easier to find for those who need it.
Oh,